All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back. It is Positive Friday. Sports 1440. Oilers Nation YouTube. Uh, Oilers had an optional skate today. They will be back on the ice taking on the Florida Panthers. Panthers uh, arriving in town uh, later. Uh, actually, you know what? They're probably uh, in the bus Right now on the way from the airport to the uh, hotel, uh, they've been shut out their last two in Seattle and in Vancouver. So uh, they will come in. Uh, they outshot the Canucks 36-18, but lost. It happens sometimes. So uh, the uh, Panthers, just like the orders, I think the orders will be, you know, satisfied with how they played. But obviously feel like, you know what, hey, they can be better specifically in goal tomorrow night against the Florida Panthers. And, of course, uh, Florida beat the orders a, a few weeks ago, so there's always maybe a little bit of payback there. We'll find out. The Florida's a good team when they're rolling, so uh, this will be another tough test for Edmonton. they really got to avoid now. Like, to me, Stuart Skinner said all the right things. Now you got to go out and show it uh, in the game on Saturday. Uh, the Sawatsky family is in at uh, $500. All right, so uh, let's rock and roll here. It is uh, the month of giving, and today is the Pyramid of Giving where uh, we're looking for 100, 200, 500, and a thousand dollar donations. Uh, we only need one more at a thousand, three more at uh, 500, and then like uh, nine at 200, and uh, 13 at 100. All right. So if you got a hundred dollars in your pocket, great. You want to donate it to the Christmas Bureau, bring a lot of joy to some families this year, just the most simple, basic necessity, which is food to, uh, to help make the, uh, the Christmas spirit a little bit brighter. So that's what you'll be doing on a pause of Friday. I know you're a little annoyed at the loss, but hey. Don't worry about it. The orders, uh, they'll win again. I can tell you that for sure. They will win again. I don't know when. Maybe on Saturday. But uh, I think the way they're playing, there's uh, lots of arrows pointing up 
for the Empton owners. So uh, you can help us out. The uh, Christmas Bureau's got a big uh, demand this year for families. So uh, if you got an extra 100, 200, 500, hey, $1,000, we'll take it right now. 833-401-1440 is the uh, text line to Jiffy Lube. Text line. Now uh, we welcome into the uh, studio every Friday here on Sports 1440. She, of course, is uh, the co-host every Monday here on Sports 1440 and uh, Olympic gold medalist and uh, knows a thing or two about the uh, the mental side of athletics. Uh, Lori Ann Munzer joins us. And uh, Lori Ann, we always talk about the, the mental side, which I think is a huge part of it. And so, so Stuart Skinner comes out after the game and he, he didn't shy away. He didn't hide. I've seen other teams do it. Specifically, Toronto uh, yesterday, their goalie—they were down five nothing, ended up losing six five. He doesn't come out to talk, even though people ask for him. So I'm never a big fan of that. That's kind of part of your job. If you're a professional athlete doing interviews, part of your job. So Sinner came out, didn't uh, shy away from anything, but he he complimented his teammates, said they should all feel great about how they played. I'm the only one who shouldn't. I need to play better. And then he moved on. He said, "Hey, I actually like my first two periods. I was interested, or, or kind of." It's okay to admit that you, you want to play better without just kind of pounding yourself into the ground like Jack Campbell used to do, right? Like Jack Campbell was like, you know, he would talk like, I am terrible. Oh, my goodness, I can't do it. When you listen to a guy like Skinner, is, is that the right message? And what is he doing that's good from a mental perspective? Oh, my goodness. There's so much right there. I think he handled himself as a professional, as he always does. And I think that is the great way to do it it's come out a spade is a spade at least he's coming out and saying hey great team but i let the team down and when you think about that then it's like okay it's done then i can move on to what do i need to shift what do i need to change because those are two components that are essential absolutely essential excuse me just for a sec (coughs) and you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do it's is part of sport. You said earlier today, you can't win every game. No. You can still expect to. You can still try to. <laughs> yes. But is it going to happen? Yeah, maybe not. So, and, and uh, the reason I want to kind of focus on this importance of it is, and then how important is it, do you find, to go from saying it to then ensuring that you put it into action the next game. Now, the, now they might lose on Saturday night. They might lose 2-1, to one, and he might make 30 saves. So it's not always about the win per se, but it's about the individual play of the player who said, hey, I need to play better. Especially when I look like the fourth goal, I'm not sure how many times the rest of the year he'll be in a situation like that where it's a nothing play coming in, the puck's not even on a, a tacking forward stick. And then all of a sudden you go to poke check and he beats you to the poke check. Like it wasn't like he got beat on a, on a technically weak play where the guy shot it through him from the blue line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's easier to overcome that. But how important do you find the Saturday game will be for a guy like Skinner after a game on Thursday? You got to start all over again. It's a new game. It's a new day. And away we go. And it's like we've talked before. If you keep thinking and replaying the game before, the loss before, guess what's going to happen? You're, you're going to be in that vibration. You're going to be in that zone. And that's not where you want to be. You want to be thinking about where can I go to lead the team to win? And that has to be the thinking. Because otherwise, you're done even before you get on the ice. So when you work with athletes about, like, 
you can't just say one thing and magically it means it's going to work, right? Like, mm-hmm. how important is it to to say it but believe it? Oh, believing is everything. Believing is a feeling that comes from within, and it's something you know. And either you've got it or you don't. There is, there is no halfway, Jason. There can is you, no halfway. Can you teach to improve self-belief? Absolutely. How? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. There's a couple of components. Number one, you have to have a picture. If you do not have a picture of what you're going to do next on the ice, in net, in the boardroom, in the meeting, going out Christmas shopping, you're done. You are done. Because you can see all the shoppers. They're like, I'm on a mission. I've got to find this gift. They have a picture. Yeah. That's no different than sport. The athlete has a picture of how they're going to cross the finish line, how the puck is going to go in the net. Is it going to be top left? Is it going to be between the legs, just between the skates? Where are you putting it? Like on the track, am I riding up high where my arm is touching the rail or am I down like right on the line, but on the left-hand side of the line so that it's even shorter? Because if it's 250 meters around, if I'm just a little to the left, I'm going less than 250 meters. So there's so many things that you can start to picture in your mind. And everybody thinks in pictures, whether you're aware of it or not. Is there an age you found in working with athletes where they're old enough to, like, is a 10-year-old too young to understand this? Or is that a good age to start? Is it a teenager age? Is there an age where you find that, that a person can grasp what you're teaching them? Oh, you can start young three four or five years old ask the kids what do they want for christmas they will paint you a beautiful picture (laughs) they will paint you a picture better than what you can paint them yeah and the beautiful part is kids are easier to help them with the mental aspect than an adult if you can Mm. believe that because their mind is open they're not oh hold on we don't have the money we don't have the time we don't have the resources right we don't have the gm we don't have this we don't have that oh we don't have the technology they're all just like oh okay well let's let's create it how many kids do you know little kids they've got imaginary friends it's visualization yeah. they are just so great at it it's good because i, I was i was curious so do you find is this something then that if if you're coaching and I don't care what level it is. You can be Division Five. You can be Double A. Whatever it is, should there be more of that? And how does a coach? Can you do it to a group, or is it better individually to try to paint those pictures? Both. If you don't know or have never done this before, then what do you do? That's the question I'm always asked. What am I supposed to do? And sometimes it's easy to show like a video of what you want them to recreate. Sometimes the athlete as an individual will need to write out their movie script. And I call it a movie script in quotations if, if nobody's watching live. <laughs> but it's just you make the movie script and then guess what? You're not looking from a 30,000 foot view into the movie script. You're actually in the script. You're Matthew McConaughey. You are whoever the actor is. They read the script. They reread the script. They become the script. And that is is the progression. It's not boom one day. Oh, I'm a rock star. I'm I'm a superstar. I'm a Olympic level NHL champion. It's that progression, and you got to do it again and again and again. You have to do it today. You have to do it tomorrow. 
And Jason, you can spend one minute visualizing. People visualize their holidays even before they've gone on the holidays. You can do this with anything that you want to do, but you have to have a picture. And then how clear is your picture? Uh, I have to read this text. And I mean this in all sincerity, Laurieann. Can I visualize meeting the right person? Absolutely. From Frank. Yes, absolutely, Frank. Hmm. You can do it the same way. Because the thing is... Now, my question to that is, so when I say, like, are you talking, well, I want them to be five foot six and brunette, that stuff probably maybe isn't it. You have to visualize finding someone that connects with you, right? Like, how would you visualize to find the right person? Because it wouldn't necessarily be what they look like, correct? Or could it be? You could be shortchanging yourself doing that. Okay. Because what if instead you wrote out all of the qualities you truly desire that you wanted, but then you also wrote out the qualities of how you'd like to be? Yes. Because if, That's you, very meet, important. if you meet the woman of your dreams or the man of your dreams... Yeah. Okay, that's great, but how are you showing up? Yes, well, and it's like a hundred percent. You're right because people. It's I, you both. Know, I want uh, I want her to be in tip top shape and that. And I'm like, yeah, you're seventy pounds overweight. You like you can't. It's not necessarily fair, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, that was a very uh, good point, and I think that's same for coaches. When you you say, well, what am I asking the players? Am I doing it myself? Exactly, because you have to go first. And here's the great thing about Skinner. He went first. The team played great. I need to change a couple things and bring that out on Saturday. So he obviously has a routine, being a professional, because a professional is always their best no matter what. Whether you win, you lose, you draw, it doesn't matter. He has a certain routine that he will go through, just like I had a certain routine. And... Everybody, we're all the same, but what you do is going to differentiate between you, me, Frank, but it's the qualities. And if you can close your eyes and see those qualities, I tell my clients, like, don't, don't include the face because the person may be taller, shorter, fatter, skinnier. I, I don't know. You don't know. But if you pick out the essence, all of the qualities, play, sport, business, whatever, you can apply it. And I guarantee you, you got to keep going. You have to visualize it day in, day out, day in, day out, again, again, and again. Laurieann Munzer joins us. So obviously, I don't like, it's interesting, when, when I watch Stuart Skinner speak, he's very deliberate, very calm, and like, you know what? He, when things go well, someone says, oh, you played well. He's like, oh, thank you. You know what? Yeah, I thought, like, I did play well. He's not afraid to say he played well, which is something I find some. Well, he's cocky. No. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's how you how you say it in a calm demeanor. Yeah, I like my game tonight. I've, and I've heard, even in games they've lost three to two or something, like, I actually like my game tonight. Like, sometimes you give up goals that are, A, maybe the other guy made a great shot, or B, there's some other extenuating circumstances. And really... If you lose a game 3-2, and regardless of what your save percentage is, you you can believe it. I don't Because the one thing I found from Skinner is I don't think I've ever heard him say something like, hey, I didn't like my game tonight. Mm-hmm. No one's going to argue that. When he goes, well, I like my game tonight. And you look and win or lose, you can say, okay, I understand it. He seems pretty just be honest with yourself 
And if I'm honest with myself, then I'll tell other people. And, I, and truly, you can't care what, how they're going to interpret what you say, right? Like, how do you teach athletes to not worry about other people's opinions on their performance? That's a major, major question I always get. Because the thing is, we are so worried. And how most of us have been raised is, well, what is everybody else going to think? Mm-hmm. Who cares what everybody else thinks? I, if we're working together... I only care what you think, but the question is, are you thinking? Mm. And most people, most athletes are not because they're thinking about so many other things that, ah, it's not even relevant. And if you are confident and you're working on the skills, you're working on the plays, you're showing up every time as your best, you cannot give anything more than that. And I can't ask you for anything more than your best. If you're coming to play, if we're working together, I'm going to ask you to show up with your A game. Mm-hmm. And so, because uh, Carpet Andy asked about, can people over-visualize? I tend to daydream a lot. I can always imagine doing well, but am I being realistic? Well, I think the question is, are you doing anything that you're daydreaming? Like, I, I think I'm going to run 100 meters in 10 seconds. I'm just using that as an But are you training so you can make it a possible you know, outcome. I would assume that has to be part of like, we can all dream about what we want, but then you have to be realistic. And are you taking the steps to get there? Well, there's a difference between daydreaming and visualization. Big time difference. Okay. Daydreaming. Oh my gosh. Bring it back into the classrooms. Keep doing it. That is where you're using your imagination. You're going back to being a kid again. When we were told, don't look out the window. Visualization is when you are working with a specific idea where you're James Cameron, you're the director of your movie. Are you making the Titanic? Are you making Avatar? I mean, I have no idea behind the scenes what goes on, but I do know that he had a vision. So when you're visualizing, break it down into segments, reverse engineer it, start with the finish line or your end result, and then start bringing it back. And when it doesn't go that well or as expected, stop the movie. Cut. Take two. Run through it again. So when you're when you start all of a sudden being your own worst enemy, stop. Yep. And refocus. No, no, don't don't have a negative thought creep in. And if you do, you just stop. Yep. Shake your head, whatever you have to do, reset and start over. Exactly. Okay. And where I use and what I teach my athletes and my clients is delete, delete. And it's like saying, cut, cut. You say it twice because the first time your mind doesn't understand it so it's going to keep going but you go delete delete like take your hands slap your quads your thighs stomp your feet say it twice you're going to shift your energy which interrupts Mm. the programming you're thinking okay which then goes okay i can flip this around 180 degrees to the opposite side and move towards what it is that i do want I love it. Lauriana, I always appreciate this. Uh, we always learn something every Friday. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great weekend. You're welcome. Have a good weekend. That is uh, Lori Ann Munzer. Uh, we always have her into, uh, of course, uh, Olympic uh, gold medals. Knows a thing or two about uh, what it takes to uh, to win, achieve your dream, but just on the mental side of it. And I think it's fascinating. And we can tie it into athletes, but you can tie it into uh, to everyday life and what you need to do to uh, to get things rolling. It's fantastic. Now... Got a few uh, few uh, donations in. I like it. So uh, John from uh, Royal Camp is in at a thousand dollars. 
The top of the pyramid is full once again. First. This is amazing. I love it. So uh, John from uh, Royal Camp is in at 1,000. Anybody else uh, want to? Hey, we always take extra thousands for sure. But the, the thousands are full, which is great. Also, uh, the Nichols family's in at 100. Nice. So 833-401-1440. That's the number. We're looking for 100, 200, and now 500 because we've got the 2,000s. Awesome. The big ones are filled. So we need three more 500s. Uh, eight more 200s, and uh, we're looking for 11 $100 donations. And uh, we'll fear the pyramid to uh, help uh, the Christmas tree. That'll be 7500 bucks. All right, it's Positive Friday. You just heard the positive thinking from Lorianne. It's great. So uh, get in, 833-401-1440. We'll return to the Jason Greger Show in the E-Well studio. We continue on Positive Friday. How are you? Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you as we uh, roll through. Always love it when they get the big ones out of the way. 833-401-1440 is the, uh, the number where you can uh, text in today for a donation. It's the uh, Pyramid of Giving, uh, helping out the Christmas Bureau, as uh, they're quite short in funds right now to, uh, to help all the families that they have to support this Christmas. And so uh, John just came in at another 1,000 match, Shane, earlier, which is outstanding. Uh, we had Kyle come in at 500. Uh, Reed came in at uh, 100. And uh, got a few more. Just uh, put your name on the text. We've got a few coming in, but uh, I can't say it until you get your name on it. So uh, please uh, reply with your name, and away we go. We'll fill those in. So 833-401-1440. It is uh, Positive Friday, the Pyramid of Giving. we got a lot of listeners. We only need about uh, 16 more listeners at either $100, $200, $500 donations, and we'll be uh, ready to roll. All right? Three at 500 in case you're wondering. So love to get those up. Now, let's go around the NHL, brought to you by... McDonald's and a, you know what, McDonald's, we don't really talk about it a lot, but uh, Ronald McDonald House, how many of you have had the uh, the opportunity or know somebody and what an impact it makes in their family when you have kids at the stallery and that Ronald McDonald House does so much and uh, they're, they're right now, they're, they're looking to expand, double in size because that's how much demand there is. So uh, anytime you're at McDonald's, just remember that, uh, you know what, uh, lots of the money they raise, they they siphon that money. Well, siphon's the wrong word. <laughs> they take that money and uh, put it towards Ronald McDonald House, which is uh, outstanding to help a lot of families. It's sometimes uh, the worst time in their life, and they really need that support. So it's great. And uh, we are joined now by uh, former NHL ace analyst for the Florida Panthers, Randy Moeller, joins us once again. Randy, how are you, my man? Hey, Jason, how are you? Great to be on with you. Hey, I'm good. Uh, I'm really good. I think we're going to have two teams that are just like, man, we probably could have had a better fate last night. The Edmonton Oilers got uh, Vasilevsky last night. I'm like, that might have been the best performance I've seen from a goalie in a long, long time. And uh, Florida uh, doubled the shots in Vancouver last night, couldn't score on Demko, and they end up losing uh, 4 nothing. So the Panthers, very odd, back-to-back shutouts uh, for them, Randy. Like, the shots don't necessarily reflect it, and I saw some of the saves Demko made. It's It wasn't from lack of quality chances last night, so uh, what do you, is this just like a an odd skid, or is there any little thing you've seen uh, in the Panthers here recently that they got to do better offensively? Well, I, I think we just got to blame the trainers. They forgot to hand out the goal scoring pills uh, before the last couple of games. It's been <laughs> uh, no uh, funny stuff aside. It's it's uh, you know teams go through this, and there's ups and downs and and stuff. Sometimes you know it's on the defensive side where. You just can't keep the puck out of your net. And, and the, right now, the Panthers, even though they're generating chances, whatever, so their big guns are um, firing blanks right now. And, when, and you know, there's there's been a struggle in secondary scoring. Uh, the third and fourth line 
and uh, a few of the defensemen that uh, you count on, like the Ekblads and Montours that are, you know, they're 10 games back after missing the first part of the season with off-season shoulder surgeries, both of them, and the production is just not right, not there. Uh, both Ekblad and Montour had uh, career years last year on the offensive side, and one of the big reasons why the Panthers made that surge and got the uh, playoff spot, and then we all know what happened uh, in the playoffs going all the way to the finals. So, um, But, you know, like Matthew Kachuk, I mean, he's got two goals, one of them an empty netter in the last 16 games, which last year he was well over 100 points in the goals that he scored and uh, and that he, he's still getting chances, still works hard, still plays the same game, but it's just the bounces are just not going his way. And then the Panthers, their their power play has been very inconsistent since the start of the season. They'll go four or five, six games where they just can't generate anything, and then all of a sudden they seem like they they're able to get out of it and you know go two games and score five power play goals in two games, and then all of a sudden the tap gets turned off and and it's a struggle. And we all know, I mean, Jason, you know, you cover this this great sport of ours and the league uh, on a daily basis. Um, I get tired of hearing my, myself say it, but it's a special teams league. And yeah. if your penalty killing is more than adequate and you're getting one, possibly two power play goals, they've done all the stats and all the research, you're going to win 92% of the games. And uh, it's, it's a big part of the game, whether people like it or not. It's, it comes down to special teams. You don't have to ask the Edmonton Oilers that uh, too much when they, when they with the struggles and, and, and that. Uh, ask the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, God, they went through that stretch there where they were 0 for, what, 37, 0 for 38, which is, is almost unbelievable with the talent that they have. But, yeah, special teams have not been that special uh, for the Panthers. They gave up the power play goal last night. Before that, they were pretty good. But And you add all that up. And you you make uh, you know you make uh, like the game last night in Vancouver. The Panthers made only two mistakes, hmm. two mistakes with the puck in the first period, and and unfortunately the puck was in the back of their net. Now they're down two nothing to a really good solid team and a good team on home ice, the Vancouver Canucks, and they just ne- never recovered. Well, yeah, the one play uh, from the goaltender—that's a tough one. <laughs> so you know you're you know, yeah, you get... and that and that doesn't happen very no. often. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky is is very solid when he goes out and plays that puck. Very, very rarely will he make the wrong decision. But uh, oh yeah, that was and th- and that was pretty well. Good night, Irene. Once that they were down three nothing, then they added yeah they added a power play goal. But um, it's very difficult. I, I full full marks. Uh, what a turnaround the Vancouver Canucks this season. They they're putting it all together and they've got those top guns. They're scoring and and uh, they're getting then Demko's uh, give them more than adequate goaltending and uh, put that together and. And it's tough for teams. They're they're one of the top teams in the in the Western Conference, no doubt. Randy Muller joins us. Uh, the Edmonton Orders uh, were eight and uh, one in their last nine. Uh, last night they set a franchise high with fifty seven shots, and uh, Vasilevsky was unbelievable for them. The second period, even though he gave up three goals, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a goalie make that many high danger stops in a, in a one period all season long. Um, Florida has, uh, you know what, uh, they're a good matchup for Edmonton uh, from a Panthers perspective. Obviously, Barkoff, like I want to get on Barkoff, man, because his underlying numbers this year, goals four, goals against five on five, like Patrice Bergeron's retired, and I know Barkoff's won the Selkie when he was here, but it's might as well like Bergeron just said, here, this is going to be yours for the next few years, because right now he has been lights out for the Panthers both ways. 
Yeah, yes. Um, it, it just shows up in his uh, plus minus and, and that. Uh, going into that game with a team uh, in Seattle, uh, they lost in Seattle, of course, last night. Uh, Alexander Barkov had only been on for five uh, even strength goals through the first 27 games or 26 games of the season. So um, he is so solid defensively, but. He's trying to have a nice balance, um, like uh, on, say, Kopitar and, and some of these great two-way big centermen, to balance that offense and the defense and to help out on the offensive side. He gets sometimes, he, he and it's not a fault, but he is so strong and um, so dedicated to shutting down the top centers on the opposition on a nightly basis that uh, his offense will suffer sometime. But he has... Scored some big goals this year. Seems like he's shooting the puck a, a lot more, but he is no doubt he is the front runner for the Selkie Trophy. I mean, there's no better two-way uh, forward in the NHL right now. What has led to the Sam Reinhardt explosion this year? Well, that, I, I think it goes back to last year, Jason. I, I, I really think that he got off to a tough start last year. And, and I think, what, one or two goals in his first 13, 14, 15 games and that. And, um, you know, with a new coach and, and new system and that, and he bounced around on a couple lines. He was on Barkoff's line. That didn't, the chemistry wasn't working as well as what everybody thought it would. And then he played with Bennett for a little bit. Then he was with Lundell's line and the, with the young Finns, uh, Lundell, Oysterinen, and and bounced around. And then, but uh, fast forward, I think the season that he had and the playoffs that he had, I think he realized, and he's he's a very mature athlete and very dedicated. I think he he thought that he was um, in his best shape he could, but he changed his off season workouts, and he's a lot stronger. Um, and he's able to battle for those pucks in and around the net. And we all know he goes to the net like nobody else and, and the tips and screens and rebounds and that. And I think he really dedicated himself that he, he wants to be an elite player in this league, not just a, you know, a 20, 25 goal scorer and have a nice career or whatever. He wants to be one of the best players in the world. And he's really dedicated himself and, and, and uh, the hard work and the dedication has paid off. He's gotten the bounces. Uh, we all know the shot that he has from the slot and that. Very similar to what um, uh, almost flip-flop of what Kachuk went through last year where everything was just going in for him and the, the deflections and the, the plays around the net. It's almost flip-flop now where uh, Reinhardt struggled at the beginning of the first 30 40% of the season last year and then all of a sudden caught fire and Kachuk was on fire all season long, but it's kind of flip-flop right now. But I don't know where the Panthers would be without Reinhardt. He is uh, he's such an exceptionally smart player with the puck, and, um, and good on him. He deserves it. He deserves all the accolades and the success and the goal scoring that he, uh, he has put up so far. Randy Moeller joins us, uh, analyst for the Florida Panthers. Uh, Randy, what's your expectation? Are they going to go back to Bob, or will they go with Stolarz tomorrow? Uh, uh, that 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 is a good question. Um, you know, Stolarz uh, played well in his uh, his last start, which was when the Panthers started this road trip in an afternoon game uh, last Sunday in uh, Columbus. He played extremely well, so that's a good question. I I can't I I don't know. Um, nobody has tipped me off. I will have to wait until tomorrow at the morning skate. But um, besides the gaff, a giveaway that you know Sergey Bobrovsky's oh, yeah. so solid. And, and, you know, he's their number one goaltender. And, 
And Stolarz has, has been he, – he has really accepted and excelled in his role. He knows he's only going to play every four, five, six games and, and that. But when he does come in, Stolarz has been very solid. He's a big goaltender, but mm-hmm. he's got good reflexes, and he, he thinks the game and gets his big body in front of those shots and in and around. He's, he's really good at smothering that puck and scrambles around the net. But um, – Goaltending has not been a problem for the Florida Panthers. Not at all. No. Um, every game, they, these goalies have given their team an opportunity to win, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, no, the only reason I ask is because uh, Bobrovsky started 22 out of uh, out of 29 games, and, you know, at some point uh, they're, they're going to want to play uh, Bobrovsky, but they are going up against uh, one of the NHL's best offensive teams, so it does make sense to start your starter. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You know, it might be a little bit of surprise if they go with Stolarz, but... Um, you know, who knows? And this road trip, too, it's been a nice break where they've, they've had, you know, no back-to-back games. There's a day off in between. And, and Sergey Bobrovsky is so dedicated and meticulous in his preparation and, and how he goes about preparing himself for games and that. But these days off in between games is, uh, does, uh, benefits him. He's really matured and, and kind of realized now. He was, he was a real workaholic to the point where I think he would overdo it a little bit, and, and um, you know he would get fatigued and after playing seven out of eight games, whatever. But I think he realizes now. He takes the odd day off, and um, the, you know the morning skates uh, sometimes if he's playing and knows he's going to play, he doesn't go on the ice and that. So I think uh, you know at 35 years of age, he's still in great shape, and, and knock on wood, he stayed away from any real. Um, injuries that could uh, hinder his, you know, longevity in the league and that. So um, he's got the, the right frame of mind, and uh, he he knows what his role is here. Yet he knows that he can't play every game anymore, and not like the old days when he won, you know, two Vesna trophies where he was playing ninety percent of the games. He knows that that they, it's not good for him or the team. And to keep himself, uh, he's got to keep himself fresh. So when he does get those starts, he's ready to go. Randy, great stuff, man. Uh, we'll see you at the rink. Yeah, we'll get it going. Hey, if I'm not dead by uh, 6 o'clock tonight, I'll be roaring tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Randy Moeller, analyst for the Florida Panthers. And, man, Barkoff is having an unreal year. Well, it is, uh, it is Positive Friday. And I always love the positivity of our city. We'll tell you about it next. On the Gregor Show, Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 3.47, welcome back. It's Positive Friday. I know, Order fans, you got lots of reasons to be positive. We should do a whole little segment on what what is the thing you're most positive about for the Empton Order? Because they're, you know, a little frustration. I think... um, Is the Oiler goaltending situation a concern? I, I think it's fair to say it's something that is still a work in progress. So work in progress concern, potato, potato, probably. Yeah, I think it's one where, like, Stuart Skinner just played seven really good games. And then last night, didn't have a great third period. So... You can t- you can look and say 440 minutes or focus on the goals in the third and be like, well, that overshadows everything. And, I, and I, that to me is always the concern. Right? Early on in the season, Skinner struggled, the defense struggled, the forward struggled. They all struggled. Right? They all did. I don't, I don't, you can't say it was just goaltending. It wasn't. 
Look at their goals. They had 2.6. They were 26th in goals for in the first 13 games of the season. Brutal. Right? And they had 10 of those goals in two games. Right? Like every So when people say, yeah, but he struggled early. Yeah, but everybody did. And Skinner hasn't struggled lately. He had one period. Really, two goals. And like that poke check goal. Are we even going to see a play like that again? Like, think about how often you see a guy come from the blue line, kind of try to deke, but lose possession of the puck. It goes around. No one's touching the puck. Cody Cece, it's got to time up. To me, that's like a cardinal sin. Your defense, just don't let him score. If his stick's not on the ice, he can't score that goal. It's impossible. Right? Now, he beat Skinner to the poke check. Not ideal. But like that, I would have more concern if Kucherov came down the wing at the just inside the blue line and shot and it beat Skinner. That actually would probably bother me more if I was an owner fan. I'd be like, ooh, good. Those are the goals you don't want to see go in. That one, you're like, all right. The uh, screenshot from Stamkos, 100%. He's got to pick that up somehow, some way. Got to pick it up. No question. But when, when you look at it, from November 24th until December 13th, you had no issues with goaltending. Nada. Skinner allowed 12 goals in seven games. 1.70 goals against average. Like, you can't really get much better than that. So, every, I, I think, like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, everything's good. But then the minute you have one thing, it can't be, revert to, well, now everything's terrible again. Like, I, I don't think that's, and, the, and I'll tell you, Skinner doesn't think that way. And I really don't believe the coaching staff will. Because otherwise, like, that is a, like, you, and no offense, people that are, but you can't be bipolar to the point like that, just extremes. Oh, everything's great. Oh, no, oh, now they're terrible. He, had, he let in two goals I don't like. Oh, suddenly he's brutal. He's never going to play in the league. He's never going to be good. As I Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That Vasilevsky has played nine games this year. Five of them, he's had a sub-900 save percentage. 
Four of them sub uh, between eight and nine, and then one below 800. That's the best goal in the world. So it can happen for sure. Um, it is Pause of Friday, and uh, hey, I love this. So it is the Pyramid of Giving. What we've done today, uh, we, we need, we start out, we need 15 people at 100, 10 people at 200, four people at 500, two people at 1,000. Well, for the third Friday in a row, we filled out the top of the pyramid first, the thousands. Shane and John are in it a grand. Now, if you want to do another one, that would be awesome. That would be great. We'd love it. We'll take it. Last week, uh, we got an, somebody donated 2,000. Right? Oh, Rufus. We like that. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, a 500. We have three more 500s. We need uh, eight more 200s, and we need uh, 10 more 500s. So eight, 10, three. It's 21 listeners. It's a very small percentage if you're driving home. All right, this goes to the Christmas Bureau, 833-401-1440. And uh, I do want to, because we just got this uh, uh, note in. Hey, Gregor, love the uh, Pyramid of Giving. As a new sponsor to the show, we'd love to get involved. We're big believers in supporting charities and non-for-profit organizations. Uh, Positive Friday is a great thing, and uh, we would love to match the Pyramid of Giving in support of the Christmas Bureau. Our hope is that these contributions will fill people up with joy, love, and very importantly, festive meals during the holidays. From Jimmy and everybody at Booster Juice. Whew. I love it! How many of you know that uh, Booster Juice starts right here in Edmonton? Right? Awesome. McNational company now, but started right here. And, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, they're supporting in the community. So there you have it uh, from Jimmy and uh, everybody at uh, Booster's, one of our new sponsors being on the show for a few months, and they're coming in. That's outstanding. I love it. So, hey, we got to fill this pyramid up now for sure. So 100, 200, $500 donations. Think about it. Basically, if you do 100, it's like you're doing two because they're going to match it. All right. So uh, let's get that pumped up. We need, uh, what did I say, 10 people at uh, 10, 8, and 3. 100, 200, and 500. And uh, we will have the pyramid full. And that means uh, we will be helping out the uh, Christmas Bureau. Paul is now in at 200. And we're rocking and rolling. Let's get it done. I love it. Um Lots more texts flying in. Hey, guys, I was at the game last night. was pretty happy walking out of the rink despite the loss. The boys were absolutely buzzing. Hard work, good checks, back checks, sticking lanes, swarming, Vasilevsky all night. They play like that every game. They're not. Uh, they're going to win a lot of hockey games from the liney. Guys, my most positive thing for an Edmonton order is that they're not a Calgary Flame. Great show from uh, Wizard Lake. Bob, I like it. I'm positive these orders are back in the hunt of a wild card. If they lose one game every nine, it's not a big deal. Let's see how they do the next ten. Well, yeah. And honestly, you can't expect them to go eight and uh, one every nine games. That'd be awesome, but uh, pretty hard to do. Hey, guys, we haven't seen enough of Pickard. Do you think there's something there to give him a fair opportunity to be the backup from Trev? Well, Trev, I think he's going to get another start here. He might even get two of the next four. Like, I don't think, if it's me, I'm the head coach. I'm going back to Skinner after that game. That's just me. I, I want to give the guy every opportunity. I don't want to think about it too long. But. I could be convinced to play Pickard in Long Island on Tuesday. Not a super dangerous offensive team. And then uh, one of the back-to-backs. I, I could be convinced. I don't think it would be crazy to think of. So, yeah, I know he's going to play. Coming out of the uh, 
the break, they got a game in uh, San Jose, then they play back-to-back the Kings in Anaheim. So you know he's going to play one of those two as well. So we know he's got two for sure of the next seven games. Maybe he gets three out of seven. It's very possible. He could do it. So, yeah, I don't... um, You know what? He believes in himself. He feels that uh, he just needed uh, more of an opportunity. So we'll see. And uh, our farmer is in at uh, 200. Hey, guys, how do I donate? All you do is you text in uh, your amount with your name. Simple. And then what we do is I pass on your information, your phone number, and your name to Lisa and her team at the Christmas Bureau. They will call you, get a tax receipt, right? We always prefer if you can e-transfer them now because then 100% of the money goes to them, right? If you use a credit card, which you can if you have to, They'll take it, of course, but that was the visa takes a little bit, right? So every little bit counts, right? So uh, when you're talking $15,000, it was all on visa. They're, they're getting a pretty good chunk. So, you know, you can do an e-transfer. It's pretty simple. And away you go. So, yes, just text in with your name. We have your number. And then we send it to Lisa and her team, and they will call you here this afternoon, get it all sorted out, and uh, it'll be a positive Friday for them, positive Friday for you, and away you go. That's awesome. I love it. Take a quick break. Let's get to the con man and a sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire and the road ready sales event, baby. It's on now. Go to fountaintire.com. You can save up to $225 on select tires and additional $50 when you book any service. Fountaintire.com.